Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Think there was a big storm. Like storm is coming. What did he just say? He said there's a storm coming. At the heart of the storm is a source of evil that will change their lives forever. I don't understand why you chose me. You want to change the world, son. So do I. People want to change the world, don't know how to begin. Let's start with a smile. Be honest. It's love! The secret ingredient is love! Okay, just calm down. What the hell are we doing here, Harry? All you have to do is give me answers. Just, just give me the right answer. Tell the truth! You can't handle the truth! I can't promise I'll try. But I'll try to try. We can figure this out, right? We can figure this out, right? All right, everybody. What is going on? Welcome. It is Friday night. I am your host, Emmanuel Kingman, and my co-host, the beautiful Andy Rails. What up? How's everybody doing? What is going on, Andy? How are you, my friend? I'm good, man. It's been a long week. It's been a long, weird Super week. Super long week. <laughs> yeah, definitely weird. And Mimi, my beautiful, lovely assistant to my everything. How are you doing? Hello, hello. I am here. Yeah. What up, Mimi? What up? Yeah, so we had quite the week over here of uh, shows. I mean, I had some great guests, and it just lined up to where it's like one after the another that just builds five straight episodes that just build on each other and That's great you know i don't really plan things these way because i have one person scheduled for like a month and a half out someone like two weeks out someone like two days out you know it just works out that way or the next day i think so it all falls I mean, into place the way it's supposed to man it's so, so cool. crazy yeah so uh how did uh your uh last two weeks go oh a lot of work just work work yeah. work a lot of work so yeah. it was nice i uh i got to go to colorado over uh like a short period of time and see some people and that was awesome um but yeah that was kind of wild because it was like travel all day hang out for a little bit and then travel all day again but it was it was a good time but um but yeah other than that it's just been a lot of work and podcast stuff and planning and family how about you man other than the guests how, how you what you been up to well so i've been doing a lot of yard work we're getting ready for the 12th annual oyster roast over here mimi has uh had now 11 i've been a part of one uh <laughs> but she's had 11 straight oyster roasts where she invites her friends that are all over the country and they come down and for a birthday for, celebration yeah and it's like nice. several people's birthdays and uh we have yeah, a i share time. a birthday with uh, three of my mom's best friends uh my neighbor 
and someone uh, down the street. So I have the same birthday as a lot of people in my life. Cool. Yeah. My wife has a, a shitload of October. Well, I guess me and her together have a ton of October birthdays surrounding us. It's pretty crazy. We're talking like 10 to 15 of them. It's crazy. On the same day? No, not the same day, October. but just in, yeah. in October. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. that time, that harvest. Oh, <laughs> Bunch yeah. of harvest babies. Yeah. So we've been uh, doing some yard work uh, for that. I've put some stuff off for a while while I've been doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've been so heavy into the podcast and I've been working weekends like crazy at uh, my job. So I finally had off like four Saturdays in a row and I was able to get caught up on the podcast and do some extra. I did the the commercial for the Bible. Uh, I, I, I saw that. that. That was intense. Yeah. <laughs> that was so intense. Dude, the, the yeah. clip champ, the uh, memory didn't, it was too much for it. It was too many videos, I guess. So at the end, everything is off because I was doing it based off of just looking at the sound waves I had when I added oh, the audio. Man. Oh, Dude, I, I didn't notice it. Like yeah, it wasn't too off, just a little bit, but <laughs> but it, it was t- taken forever. Like it took me like ten minutes to get the first half done. I should have chopped it there and then redid you know the second half later. But oh well, it was good. It was good. Man. You live and you, you learn. Did a good job. Congratulations on that. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah. So I think other than that, uh, I've been getting ready for. I have that roundtable tomorrow. Uh, the healing and giving thanks. That's going to be so awesome it's going to be psychics reiki masters uh one of the most kind warm-hearted people i know what time does that start that might be back that's going to be nine nine at night i think i'm going to be home yeah it's it's going to be so great so i got nicole morales she is from healing with nicole she is her podcast when i listened to that it made me like I could feel her energy so intensely. And then she actually uh, did a Reiki session on me and she, it was magical, dude. I could feel that shit. I was like, Whoa, magic is real as shit. When, when, (laughs) when you do a distance Reiki, you know, she's in Cali, I'm in Georgia and I felt all of it. And she described everything that I felt. It was. That's wild. That's so crazy, man. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, so I got her. I got Christopher, the astro medium, which he shares a lot of my psychic abilities and the way that we awakened. Uh, so that's super cool. Uh, I have Kara Mosher, quantum awakening. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's cool. That'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. I listen to Kara a lot. Yeah, yeah, I like Kara. And Nicole, I, I follow her. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. and Jeremy Malcolm. My favorite. Jeremy. Wow, Jeremy, he's. <laughs> My intense brother. guests coming up yeah. <laughs> and brandon thomas ah from no introduction. yeah yeah fills fills it out yeah hell yeah that's a yeah. great lineup man yeah i got a lot of guests oh, coming up too but i have a lot going on with roots of creation too yeah so i it's know just... actually so how'd that go that's right i just listened to it today half of it oh cool I, I thank didn't you didn't get to listen to the other half but what's all right it's good. It's good. It's yeah. That was a beast too. Get a chance, yeah. Two two plus hours, and I think that's probably where a good amount of them are going to land, because it's a heavy topic, and we're going to have a lot of really special guests on. Mm-hmm. So this first episode we just dropped was just the three of us, kind of broadly going over some box saga stuff, and you know some of the 
crazier claims and a lot of it was kind of like shocking you know when you when you just throw it all out there mm-hmm. but we're gonna go real deep into it with some of the primary sources so it's gonna be cool we have um this weekend we're interviewing uh M- Mikel or michelle uh merle okay. who's from holland and he's the closest one to this thing that's alive he was the person that eeyore bach passed uh the story okay. off to and spent decades with uh teaching him just like eeyore eeyore bach had learned from his mother and his mother's sister who popularized that, it as of recently i would say the closest thing to popular would be um unslaved with michael sarian Desarian. okay if you're familiar with him um he he kind of helped give it more of an audience i think uh okay. i definitely uh heard of it from dan uh from rising from the ashes well like, who does the website we're doing Do you know that the box saga website i don't know who runs the website box saga info but it's probably i'm not sure it's probably someone that the folks over in finland and holland and, and sweden that area uh hired in or you know someone okay. that they knew that was that got into it and he was already into it uh like I'm not sure who does it, but um, I know that they're all kind of involved loosely in every which way in the Lemminkainen temple excavation. They're all involved. Um, uh, They're involved with the book box saga and introduction. There was, uh, you know, there's a few storytellers along with the writer and the, you know, the co-writer and stuff like that. The storytellers are the ones that are kind of doing it the same way Eeyore did it. And the same way that was taught to him and which, you know, according to the saga had been taught for thousands of years throughout this family orally passing Mm -hmm. it down on an oral level. So the storytellers kind of dictated a lot to an author friend of theirs who will also be having on uh, at some point. Um, So it's just, we have a a really good lineup so far of guests from the area that are really close to this. Some that haven't been able to speak publicly or, or uh, to a bigger audience at all about these things. So it's going to be cool to talk to these guys and really get the inside scoop on what their perspectives are. Because, you know, Eeyore set out the ground rules. He gave the the root language. He gave all the, the stories and everything. And now the ability to apply it to many, many parts of our culture and our histories, uh, it's ongoing, it seems, you know, so new faces come in, but also people that have been there from the beginning and know this root language quite well, but, uh, and also speak Swedish and Finnish, which in, in that, this particular case is extraordinary because these are the languages that supposedly were brought forth from these this original root language so it's very fascinating stuff i could go on and on and i'll stop here (laughs) no you're fine i mean i'm fascinated by it as well what's going on with my computer what is it i don't know man box saga's infecting it something's (laughs) infecting it i think I think I really cracked something with this uh, demons coming from our uh, technology. You know, I, I really feel it. But anyway, I, I don't well, want to get off on that. But 
Mm. <laughs> I mean, Especially we can hop the, back hey, to the, that. The more that the more people think about it, the more people focus on it, the more we're going to start seeing that kind of shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but I'll, I'll, we can go back to that, but I just wanted to touch on the box saga real quick sure. for anyone who's just learning, like I am myself. You have a great interview with Danunaki Dan, uh, where he really takes it from a, like a beginner's guide from beginning to end. And you also have a more dense conversation with Yake, which uh, it was very good, but uh, I, I more level yeah. four right out the gate. Yeah, yeah. We, it was like it was like a conversation. Uh, well, like we amongst were people who were, yeah, yeah, amongst <laughs> people who knew. So it was a little bit harder to to grasp with that one. So I just interviewed Dan as well. And, mm-hmm. and we had a wonderful conversation. So that'll be out uh, soon. Th- that'll be out before this on the on my audio feed anyway. Uh, so, you know, it, it's a lot to it. So I'm going to really dive into your podcast as well. It really does line up with it's the physical version of the fallen angels. It's their creation. Essentially, this is lines up with the creation story that I told on the last worship in the storm that was coming through me in that week. It was the physical version. And now what I've been studying this week was the serpent bloodline versus the human bloodline and how there's two different creations and that Eve uh, taking a quote unquote bite of the forbidden fruit was actually getting impregnated by one of these copper blooded beings. And uh, this video that I'm watching gets into, it starts talking about us versus them right and it's yeah you i saw you post about that it was very wordy and very like i was thinking oh man people are going to get totally lost in this if they don't pay close attention to this post (laughs) yeah well it was another like download that was coming through me so you know when you and yake have that fourth level conversation amongst people who know when i'm typing especially on twitter i'm like i'm trying i know so much of it already i'm like i'm forgetting to fill things yeah, in you had to read that back real slow so you could follow and sometimes you so, post it for yourself just so you yeah. get it out of Remember, your head yeah. so yeah. it'll be there <laughs> so so essentially the us would be the original creation the first creation which is the copper blooded beings which the maybe you will call them the anunnaki created from the hominids there were hominid beings here and they mixed their dna it wasn't sex they mixed their dna with the hominids that were here and made their own creation so they couldn't create for themselves and this is where satan says he uh, or the bible says satan cannot create for himself he can only alter god's creation so they manipulated dna and this was probably millions of years ago. This was probably 50 million years ago. Hell, the box saga, you know, goes back that far. That's what they claim too, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So it probably does go back that far. So that happened, and they were all living here for a long time. This is why we have the different Denisovans, and we have, you know, just all those different ones. I, I can't remember off the uh, top of my head at the moment, but the, all the different Homo erectus, homo sapien originals because we're homo sapien sapiens you know all of those different ones they were all manipulated beings into existence maybe from some kind of monkey like uh creature okay that's very possible so anyway they're they're created and like i said on the last podcast they were these creator gods that were they were sons of god they were just created and they were then going around creating their own things 
And then God created Adam and Eve to compete with the homo sapiens sapiens, or I guess the homo sapiens that were here and, you know, whatever, however it really worked out, they were Nephilim blooded beings. So uh, Jesus says in the Bible, he calls Cain a serpent uh mm-hmm. in matthew 24 uh, he calls him a he says like the line of serpent ye old line of vipers talking about cain and this is why i believe the bible says god wants people to kill entire races because they're beings that shouldn't exist so i believe that probably is why i'm not completely familiar with that but that's hmm. probably why God talks about killing in the Bible. So I'm looking something up right now, just because I don't know okay. the exact spelling, but um, there's a phrase or a word in Norse mythology that I've been very curious about. And I've heard it a lot over the years, but looking at it with a different eye and kind of just Focusing in on on what I'm learning from Boxog and things like that. Nephilim. The old Norse Nephilim. Uh, the, the cold, dark, misty world of the dead. Ruled by the goddess Hell. H-E-L. And that is very interesting. I mean, I'm after phonetics all the time. And mm-hmm. Nephilim, Nephilim is, yeah. I mean... I don't know the connection there. The fractal and, uh, nature of reality, definitely. You know what's funny about something like this, an example like this, is this is a, kind of like the first time I'm putting it together and just throwing it out there to someone. And I'm sure I'm not the first one to see this, but I'm curious if Dan has heard it yet or not, because most of the time I just assume Dan already knows an example I'm about to give him. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll <laughs> surprise him and I'll be like, oh, whoa, I knew something that he didn't know. Did do, do so you hear his Dan, episode with Gary Wayne? <laughs> um, not yet, no. So Gary Wayne uh, introduced him to Hell L. Uh, oh, right. I think he was telling me about that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's maybe along the similar lines, but it, it's probably, it's the Fibonacci sequence. You know, it starts off small, so... And it grows, it comes around again, it's a spiral, it's yep. it's the fractal nature of reality on some scale, you know, obviously these are probably all happening all at the same time, just it's... on different dimensional scales. I mean, yeah, we just man. got the, the super chills when I said that. Dude, He yeah, jumped it's... out of her seat. I try to hide it, but I, <laughs> I guess she still sees it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's so bizarre. It like, uh, I think all of the um, the world's in Norse mythology and with this H E I M him, which I'm pretty sure means home, but I could be wrong and maybe someone can correct me, but um, yeah, well it means different things in different languages. Correct me. Yes. It's, it's super (laughs) weird, (laughs) but yeah, people want to look it up and are just listening. It's N I F N I F L H E I M. So it's, Mm. it's very close to, you know, I'm just. I'm, what would the connection be there if we made if we made hypothetical connections directly to the biblical oh. Nephilim, right? Just by phonetics, why would we connect them? Let's let's talk about what we could like. Okay. Who, how do our brains work? Because I know that they work very similar. So, like, what? Could so, we what's do the there? story with uh, the exact story with? N- so, Nephilim? let's see. It's it's the cold, dark, misty world of the dead. 
in the Norse creation story, Nephilim was the misty region north okay, of so, the void. Okay, so let me let me throw this at you. Clowns, well, maybe they're wearing makeup to uh, make them appear to be alive. Maybe like they are in a dead body, as you are saying with this, uh, the host, uh, the dead host or whatever that said. That made me think of that. And that also brings to mind the uh, the uh, who are the people that come investigate the UFOs? Uh, oh, I the men think. in black. Yeah, the men in black. That brings that in mind as well. So to me, this the Nephilim, Nephilim are the clowns. Oh, so the oh the cl- oh, so the tricksters, right? Yeah, so that's why clowns wear makeup is because maybe they're in dead bodies and they're wearing the makeup, but they're terrifying. Interesting. And then the clowns are definitely Nephilim. Well, and then they talk about Nephilim being giants and all that. Oh yeah, yeah, redheaded, white faced. Pale, pale <laughs> so, skin like a clown they have the big so feet they're crazy. on silk it's so crazy kind of them so come out of one little vehicle you know just you like they're about, coming through uh, think about the creepy uh imagery of pennywise in that uh, you know under that that situation yeah, and not so, just, just a different of level of creepy beetlejuice uh oh god there's so many like that twilight zone <laughs> that black and white spiral that's the other that's the yeah, other dimension dude. that's that's our tv screens that's our cell phones that's our uh computers there are other dimensions and that's what the static is and then we connect that to the freemason symbol the checkerboard what would a checkerboard be but if you zoomed in on static you know if you, your old uh air tv signal if you zoomed in on that wouldn't it look a lot like a checkerboard if you could oh, make it solid colors and it's between two pillars, yeah, like right. a, a projector <laughs> is between two pillars. That's exactly what it is. R2-D2 style. Oh, that's interesting, man. That's what it is. That's the Nephilim. They're coming through the Freemasons. <laughs> Holy shit. I, man, I don't know. They're I mean, interdimensional beings who have... So th- who pretend this, to be us so this is what not only does box saga but also norse mythology in in general like the scandinavian mythology in general seems to do to my brain because we have here a word that's so coincidentally if not synchronistically connected to another word from another region from another time mm-hmm. from religions that have crossed no paths and do supposedly don't really evolve from one another but this nephilim versus the nephilim you have a place as the nephilim is the dark misty world of the dead (laughs) and then you have nephilim which are a group of beings whatever they seem to be we are talking about at least archetypes of characters what if they're called that because so, they come from the place of the dead? Nah. Well, so maybe, perhaps, yeah, I guess the word could be just a little bit different, not because it had evolved in one direction or another, maybe because it's just describing a different part of the same concept. It was the only way to describe what it was. It's the nothing. Mm. It's Oh, never-ending story nothing? Yeah, it's the nothing. Ugh, I don't want to meet the abyss. Up. I feel these words. They all feel very synonyms. I can feel it right yeah, now. They, it's like, yeah, dude. Well, they're all, it's all phonetic, wicked bad. That's, yeah. I think that's the key, man. Really what do. would you call something that came out of nothing? You would call it the nothing, right? If something started running around that was from nothing, you would 
to have nothing to call it but the nothing. So have you, you ever, would call it the Nephilim. That's just coming from the place break, of the dead. Yeah, Nephilim, phonetically, it does because it's like coming nothing. from that place. Yeah, it's <laughs> coming from that place. It's coming from the Nephilim. That's crazy, dude. B five so, bomb. Here come the Nephilim. This dude. This kind of like suggests that, like phonetically, it, it almost makes sense that phonetic explanations make sense first. And then all other mythologies seem to follow immediately. Mm-hmm. And they're all true in, in some way. It's, it's not about like objective truth. It's, it's like it's, coded. It's, it's, it's all but it works. Coded. It's beautiful once you can get it. Once you see it, like psychedelics showed me like the structure and the structure yeah. was so intricate and like. Out of language. Ma- it, it was mathematical. It was linguistic. It, yep, was, yep. it was, it was all that. So it had it had reason and logic to to it all, mm-hmm. but be but just so happened to also be magnificently beautiful. Like right. it's almost like the beauty is not on purpose. And man, I don't know how we got here, but whatever, we'll, <laughs> we'll go with it. Like if it, it like so, you look at a bed and a table and a this and a that and a TV when you're on acid or mushrooms or whatever, and you start seeing auras everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Everything has like, you start seeing it's like trailing, guess, maybe vibrational fields. Yeah, or yeah. Something. It's like I don't, quantum physics. It's you're not, like it's that. not rendered. It's, it's vibrating. It, yeah. Vibration, different levels of vibration mm-hmm. off of different objects. And mm-hmm. they have slightly different shades off of the shade that you already see normally. They're all dimensions, so, man. Yeah. And it's, so it's nothing like movies project, obviously with all crazy colors. It's just more than what you're normally getting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what that just so happens to turn into looks like all that psychedelic majestic art that people paint and draw. And it's probably the, I'd say that artwork is so closely related to this internal realm. I can see your memories. I can see what you're seeing right now. All the different flashes that are flashing through your brain. Uh, I can see. I'm see, I'm having a lot of flashes right now. Yeah. Too. I'm seeing, I'm, I'm seeing all the colors. Right <laughs> We're <Yeah>. vibing brother. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, so what I'm seeing is that it's like a, uh, a hard surface in the middle. And then there's vibrations up and down and that there there's little dots in between and above and below and they're all their own dimensions. And we get stuck in them when, you know, when we're not vibrating any longer, that that's amazing. Yeah. And you know, that brings up another interesting experience I had where like, you know, I kind of had this vision where I saw the hallways almost on a physical level with my eyes open of different thoughts I could, I could start walking down Mm. and they all looked very similar until I went a couple like thoughts in. Yeah. And then they would start to have unique characteristics where I could have a more effective way to navigate, you know, staying safe, almost like showing it was, it was bare bones proof. And this is probably the most like, lucid i've been about it so fuck it i'll just say it out out here that like it showed me why or how important your thoughts are and mm-hmm. your self-talk and your self-thoughts yeah and what you what you say about yourself and even you if it's now, sarcastic that it has later yeah sarcasm just being funny with this or that or oh i just i didn't even mean it though or every bit of it is meaningful mm-hmm. and that thought was like both 
like very liberating, but also very terrifying knowing that that was a psychedelic experience. And I know that I could get there through meditation and everything, but man, leaps and bounds need to happen before I'm able to utilize that incredible sight just on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But meditation, I think would be a, a great step for anyone who has crazy thoughts like this. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Cause this is why I love meditation so much, but I wanted to say when I, when you were saying about the different hallways, I used to see that happen in front of my face, no drugs or anything. When I first started waking up, uh, because I was, I've been abducted my entire life and experimented on. I mean, I talk about it uh, and it was always humans. Uh, and it was, uh, the, I don't know if it's the U S military, but some kind of military force, probably the Nazis that are in conjunction with these mantid beings as well as the greys and the reptilians. I mean, they all work together and it's very odd, but they kidnap everybody. They, I mean, it's like almost everyone for real. It's crazy. So these different uh, beings, they would, they do stuff to us and they know who we are from birth. And this is what all the, the records, birth records are kept so tightly for. So yeah, I know how crazy it sounds, but but it, it is <laughs> it all just, sounds crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a, a spiritual warfare forever. So anyway, back yeah, back to what I was saying is when I started awakening, I had great major things uh, happen to me. I have these abilities just appear to me in less than two years. You know, like I'm seeing your memories right now. That's like someone who has been. Doing stuff for way longer than I have been doing. You know, this isn't just a normal thing that happens. And, and I'm not bragging, but I used to see this happen in front of my face, like trails. I would see different timelines peeling off. And I, uh, it was my ex girlfriend. I, I said it to her. I was like, like I am seeing just sitting here. I'm seeing her like do something, and then I see like it just fades away, and then she's here. And it's like I was jumping so many timelines that I was literally seeing it in front of my face. It was only a few times, but yeah, you saw when you're tripping. I saw when I was literally like sober and just like, what is happening to me? That's nuts, dude. And I've heard stories like that from from a number of people where, you know, so that's my point of reference is that like my wake up was psychedelics because what I didn't realize, I think I said this maybe on the show before that I had just been thinking I had a really intense psychedelic experience that broke me through. I kept just walking around saying that I had like a spiritual breakthrough or spiritual experience. Now I can, now I'm kind of more understanding of that that's the same thing I had that, that I keep hearing about and stuff like that. So it's like, I don't know where I was going with that. Help me out. Where, where were we? <laughs> Bring me back to center. Well, you know, we're just talking about how this world is what you make of it. Really? There is an objectional truth in the, at the end of the day. And that's why we do the research that we do. You know, you're doing it you're you guys with the roots of creation are really tackling the physical uh what you can actually tangibly uh see happening and it is helping me someone who's been at this spiritually it's helping me really connect the dots 
because I have the spiritual understanding. I have the the understandings of these biblical characters who who have talked about these things. I just get these visions. I connect with them. You know, I connect. I started seeing different things that were are described exactly as they are in Revelations. I started seeing all that stuff in different psychic uh, meditations and different uh, communications and different uh, psychedelic trips, Uh, all this different stuff. I just started connecting with it. So I I could just, I knew that was my path. And now connecting with you guys on this level, because I've seen that the most important thing and the thing that new age really pulls away from, uh, which keeps you trapped uh, is you have to ground yourself and searching physically is really grounding, you know, searching for the truth of how we physically did it is very grounding. And I've been Absolutely. preaching that everyone needs to ground themselves, just be good humans and God will reward us. You know, there, uh, there's a lot of people who are, who are being tricked uh, as if they, they, there's something special they need to do, you know, just, you just gotta be good. So check it out. Have you ever heard of a movie called I Heart Huckabees? I have heard of it. I've not seen it. So it um, it doesn't seem like a movie, or at least for me, when it came out, I had no interest in it on the shelf or whatever, because that was back in the day when there was actually a video store or something. But like, it was just a very unexpected hidden gem. And when you watch this movie, it's all about the spiritual experience and it's definitely Mm. written and directed by someone who knows it's with uh jason schwartzman and mark Wahlberg, and they're just two hopeless just fresh out of the out of the sleeping chambers like wide awake kind of in their own way but not completely awake just that first glimpse of reality that freaks you out and turns you into an environmentalist or this, you know what I mean? Overnight, you know, that, that rush to suddenly do better or change or whatever, or tell everybody about it. That's kind of what the story is about. And there's two different schools of, of like uh, teaching or whatever that these guys run into. And one of them is like, everything's connected. Everything's fine. Everything's great. Oh, but you're worried. You're, you're think you, you know, you are not your thoughts, you know, the very Eastern way of thinking. And then this other woman's like, everything's dead. There is no God, nothingness like forever mm. and ever. And it's like the, the happy all the time thing ends up biting them in the ass at some point and they rush off to the the crazy atheist european woman and and learn from her for a while and then they learn true sorrow from her and then they're like hey wait a minute and then they finally have their breakthrough and they go wait a minute you guys all work together don't you it's not two different teams Mm -hmm. you guys started off and then we go over to you and this and that and they're like no 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 we hate each other what are you talking about we don't want you to learn anything from her and vice versa. It's crazy. So like this accidental perfect partnership, like a yin yang forms in this movie. And it's, it's a really beautiful way to describe the chaos that duality does to us throughout Mm. our spiritual awakening, I guess you could say how it's the yes, no question mark is always there trying to drag you back down as you're trying to just follow your heart or whatever you know i yeah i think it's uh 
God really testing our ability to become God, to be able to discern uh, like God that you have to learn this. This is some kind of jumping off point, but I, I think that this place got hijacked. I don't think it's the, the way that it was supposed to be, uh, that it got hijacked at some point. But that is a, a good explanation of it. Uh, and if it I does, don't disagree, by the way, I, I don't yeah. know what I believe on that level. I, because I, I think I the think, Nephilim broke in, honestly, I, th- in the- I don't even know what level or scale of reality that is, but yes, I totally agree that I, th- I think too, that there was a hijacking of something very important to us. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. And I think like we talked about that fractal nature of reality and how it comes back around in similar forms. That's why I also, not, not why, but it's interesting that I also think along with others that the Freemasons were infiltrated at some point and that they actually (laughs) that they actually did stand for like a noble good thing like the whole idea of secrecy and occult originally comes from that very 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 simple personal idea of keeping your prayers to yourself Mm. uh don't say your wish out loud like it's all that kind of same just just keep it personal because it's for you. And it's, it goes back to that same idea of start blabbing about the truth to people that don't see it. And you sound completely crazy. So it's like, just understand it for yourself. No verification needed. That's kind of to me. And from some verification from research is where this idea of a cult really comes from is just, it had a good meaning to start out. And of course, like all things in the physical realm, they have been seemingly hijacked and inverted and turned bad. Yeah. <sighs> you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, you're definitely right. I think it's really the Nephilim uh, were somehow, somehow able to interdimensionally get in here and they were able to take over like they live, you know, they're, they're like robots almost in that, but they're somehow they're interdimensional beings that are being like projected into here and they're now taking over humans we're willingly giving ourselves over to these machines and we think that the that it's the actual physical machine is going to like get up and do something like transformer style when it's no it's what's coming out of the machines it's the ai it's the project blue beam uh some have called it the ei the extra intelligence instead of the artificial because it's not artificial it comes from outside in the ether i think it's the static that has been kicked out of all the other simulations and uh it's you know that maybe all the other simulations they moved on already and that all of them like came here to like one last gasp to live uh in a place and now we're being separated that's an interesting point you make there um 
about it's like i saw a trailer recently for that movie moonfall have you seen that no, trailer i have yet? not seen that one dude it's just like throwing it in our faces galore like all the it's just tons of conspiracy theories in mm. in a movie where there's a crossing planet which is nibiru right in this case it's the moon which just so happens to be artificial and then they go inside of it and then there's also black goo nano uh you know whatever technology flying around and creating its own spaceships and stuff it's just like intelligent machinery Mm -hmm. but this idea of like the static that you're talking about i've always had this weird thing and like i've I've had been I've been lucky enough to have a, a number of engineer friends in my life who trust me and and at least respect my intellect enough to be willing to explain something to me all the way down to its furthest parts to their understanding. They're mm-hmm. able to talk to me on a friend human level even if it's complicated. You know what I mean? It's not just some asshole going, well, "I don't know any better. I'm not going to tell you the rest of it." Really trying to dig into it. On any weird question about how things work the bottom line is no friggin clue right (laughs) so every screen so crazy every the reason why a human can get projected from a lens from a digital feed Mm -hmm. this and that to a screen none of it really makes any sense even if you ask engineers and you go all the way down to how every component works it know, still it's doesn't instant. It doesn't make any sense why we would be able to technologically use a mousing keyboard and create the it's just so hard to describe like not mouse and keyboard, but how do you use mirrors and cam I don't know. I don't know. I'm over I my head. I understand what you're saying. I'm getting mad. <laughs> so let me calm down. It's it all in our heads, honestly. It's <laughs> that, not see that's a... kind of where I was going, where the static is almost like yeah. the ether. It's yeah, the ether. Exactly. And they they put the, the static in our head so we can't connect with the ether because once you clear your head, then you start connecting with the ether. These are it's all like my psychic abilities. Ether. Like seeing, talking through devices in real time across many places i can do all these things this is just mimicking me and not just me but all of humanity we all Absolutely. have this, uh, this ability that's what i oh shit yeah that's, that's what that. i talk about with Did like YouTube um, kick me off meeting is now streaming live on youtube oh, yeah, it says we're live yeah i don't oh, know no, why we... i just jumped up though it shouldn't say Did that. we just go live no it's been live <laughs> big dumb podcast they stopped by he said oh, hi guys glad to see y'all can't hang for long but i appreciate what y'all do have a good one boys we had re- what's really going on said good evening lady and gentlemen <laughs> all right what's going um, on guys what the hell were we just saying because it was good and I was the, uh, the static the ether the yeah, yeah yeah that medium that that it's like yeah it's all in our heads kind of that's that idea that mm-hmm. i think I, I don't know if i mentioned it to you or somebody else but like the idea that when we look on our screens and TVs, like we're actually the ones putting those images there. And mm. it's just that electrical feed that, that they, or whatever the company is providing into yeah. it. Yeah. And that's what they've hijacked. It's always like a, you know, a mimicry of. That somehow it's being feed. written. Uh, a script is being written. Songs are being written just because they're tuned into people's minds. 
and it's just uh the black goo is just assembling together our creative abilities but so it's like the cabal satan the 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 you know the elites deep say whatever you want to call it like what an ingenious plan to just write a program call it a program for now even though i mock simulation theory but they wrote a program that just looks and acts identical to the real program mm-hmm. like that's kind of how i would it underlays our reality it exactly it, it, or, or it overlays, overlays. it overlays yeah, and i think if people look for that imagery and that metaphor i think you'll see that a lot in film and literature and things like that just that imagery specifically is is very prominent i would say yeah weird yeah, yeah i gotta tell you man i love these deep conversations talking uh, talking Woo! about all this stuff because especially after a long week of work and travel yeah. and shit this was this is nice <laughs> yeah and you know we're just building off of each other having these creative open minds it really helps us see a clearer picture you know my mind's being blown right now some of the things that are coming out of my mouth are surprising me you know it's just Dude, me too I, I don't coalesce my ideas this well most of the time so i've only yeah. forgotten what i was saying once that was it's like it's really good <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I did it a few times tonight. It's been a tiring <laughs> week. It, it really has. But You're my it's, only show. This is my only show this week. It's been that was like actually, my last week, but then, then I have like five this week. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to release a bunch. I got to release my witness series later this month, which is cool. That'll be. Fun. Oh yeah, when's that come out? That's gonna come out like the late twenties of November, late November. Nice or mid-november something like that i don't know i gotta figure it out i don't schedule things that far in advance so i don't want to give too specific of a date but i'll figure it out sometimes when i set dates i panic (laughs) you know i'm like oh i hope no one saw that date (laughs) (laughs) uh when i was setting my schedule i was trying to do like a monthly thing you know with my human race series and mm-hmm. October was Halloween, so I'm trying to do the theme, you know, fallen angels, demons, aliens, and now this month is healing and giving thanks, you know, Thanksgiving. That's and then perfect. next month is going to be, uh, there's going to, well, it'll go with the theme of next month. So that's all yeah, I'm going to say for that. <laughs> That'll be intense. I think you should, tr- oh man, I'm sure you already have some some tricks up your sleeves and some plans in place, but oh man i yeah we'll have to talk about that <laughs> yeah I, I i and i have i have plans for next year already but i just don't want to get too far ahead well <laughs> yeah. you know already beginning so maybe i'll have to do more than one a month but but i have a perfect one that you're gonna definitely be involved with i oh, cool, I, I got man. a brewing so you know just we're, we're not gonna announce anything public for a while but it'll be it'll be good cool oh and shit yeah i need to touch base with my with my buddies but uh yeah in december at some point i'm doing like a game of thrones round table with like yeah but like relating it to you know all sorts of of hidden themes and shit yeah life well yeah i mean but also my favorite part yeah it's gonna lead into that like dan's gonna take care of that angle big time uh kyle from conspiracy in the force is going to be with us oh nice Uh, not sure i haven't i mean a couple other people should join i mean that it might be that small and intimate we might get a couple others i'm not sure yet but 
I love the fact that we all fell in love with a bunch of white, blonde haired, dragon yield like wielding, uh, lost civilization types on the Game of Thrones oh, yeah. series. It's really funny that you know it's Targaryen. It's so close to Tar Tar. Oh, is it know? really? Yeah, well, the Targ. Have you ever watched Game of Thrones? No, I haven't. I'm like the oh, one person. So that's fine. That's fine. It's fun in this sense for sure. I wasn't into like the swords and sandals at all, other yeah. than like Lord of the Rings in a classical sense. But I just don't follow a lot of that stuff. This one hooked me because of the the deep riddles and shit. Yeah, but, I just um, never got into it because it was popular. I that's how I was. I, I I didn't watch Sopranos. Well, I know it was popular. I watched it way later. The Wire, same thing. Like I don't watch things when they're super popular. That that happens to me often. Like I won't get near. I don't get near Netflix pretty much at all these days. I yeah. find nothing interesting these days, so I'm rewatching everything. Hashtag rewatch everything. But uh, yeah, the Tartarians, Targaryens. The Targaryens are the are the family with with dragons as their their emblem, and they actually fly dragons in the past, but they were destroyed, and their mm. whole kingdom was wiped off. And the current kings are like fuck them all and like literally wipe them out of history, chase down the last two kids and wow. kill them. Like that's the story of the Targaryens. Yeah, Sounds that's... eerily familiar. Yeah. And oddly enough for four or five, not to spoil it, but oh, well, it's been out for a long time. <laughs> Those guys are, are the underdogs, the heroes for most of it until the very end. <laughs> mm, that's interesting. Well, so, yeah. I got to tell you, I talked to Ryan Alexander this week who blew my mind and completely uh, sealed, not sealed, but swung me. I was already swinging in the position that Tartaria wasn't actually good, that it was the mimicry. And yes. Yeah, and it's Tartarus. It's hell. Actually, it was a takeover of uh, those who crawled out of hell and hmm. uh, that I could see that the Tartarians are the Raphaim that, uh, and they look like he-men the, I was starting to see them as Ryan Alexander was talking to me. Uh, and the word Raphaim was popping into my head and they looked exactly like, uh, he-men dark haired, uh, being individuals, uh, like a, a whiter skin, but more like maybe olive, uh, hmm. and dark That's eyes. Intense. Yeah. That's yeah. Intense oh man this is gonna and he said they didn't even build any of it that the everything's been there bef way before them they just came upon it that's that's kind of what um what we're talking about yeah a lot of, of yeah. the idea that this was never they never created anything like i think that's the point we're glorifying tartaria a lot yeah and they were just warring and stole it all and we're going to come out the other side and they're going to, it's, yeah, I'm not sure how it's going to look, but I think we got to, I think we're getting ahead of it now. I hope because yeah, well, they, we're not the first ones to talk about, like there's a number yeah. of people I'm seeing here and there, very few starting to get suspicious. And I'm like, I've been kind of suspicious for a long time and it's intriguing, but at the same time, like, I think I've told you before, it's like what, two years, three years, four years, maybe. First, I've heard of it. 
And yeah. I, I'm not saying that that's that I'm the authority on what's what's out there that you know hasn't been found or anything. But well, yeah, Fomenko. So none of us why, were talking about it, right? Ryan Alexander, he's a Fomenko uh, guy. He studied his stuff uh, oh, yeah. pretty well, so he's been at the it for chronology. 40 years. Yes, so it's interesting. You know, it kind of like broke my brain because I'm trying to fit it all together with everything I know, and the only thing I walk well, well not the only thing, but the thing I walked away with most is if nothing from the year zero to 1000 uh, is accurately kept, that it was the millennial kingdom, that it was absolutely the millennial kingdom that Jesus Christ had reigned on earth. And the, there's a lot of Bible passages that support this, that he came back yeah. in 66 AD or 70 AD, right around there, because it says as many times that this generation will not pass until I come back and there's a lot of different things line up for it. So, so that's an interesting point when you say this generation will not pass. I don't, what I, is that just a, a translation from one? Because well, what it has been at least pushed is that he meant, I will be with you until the end of the age. And it's all the Zodiac. Yeah, well, so the the Bible verses that I'm saying are saying, and I'm not saying that this is the most accurate or anything, but just what I saw, it said this generation will not pass until. Okay. That could until, be a completely separate quote. It could be. Right. I, and a lot of people, they put it as they put these things as if he was speaking metaphorically. So what they do with the Bible, really, it's some things are taken metaphorically. And these are scholars. This is the church in general. They pick and choose what's a metaphor, what's an allegory, what's a parable. They just pick and choose what's literal. And I take it all literal. Like if you either, it's all literal because there's no reason to write any of this. If it's not literal things, there's no reason to be doing any of the things that have been done to it. If it's not being literal things that happen. So I started taking it that way and it started making more sense. The entire world started making more sense. The Bible clearly says that Satan offered the uh, kingdom of earth to Jesus. How could he do that unless he had dominion over the earth? Uh, it's, Absolutely. It, it says so in the Bible. So a satanic cult running the world makes sense. Makes sense they would have to make sacrifices to Satan in order to rule the world. Well, it's also interesting that, again, we differ on this, but only in vocabulary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I yeah. no disrespect to you, to the way you, you perceive it, you know, yeah, at all. No, none at all. It's, yeah. I was, I use that reference all the damn time. And sometimes people don't even know that about, about the Bible. And it kind of like goes, Whoa, that, yeah, it was Satan's to give. It was Satan's to offer. Yeah, and Satan people has like, dominion Whoa, here. that's right. Okay. Shit. And how I always relate it, and I think I've told you till you till I'm blue in the face that like I see it as our the lower self, right? The lower self of the greater being that is the, the physical the pure world. Self. Yeah. So it, to me, it almost feels like God second guessing himself for a moment. Like, who does God have to rub his ideas off of, and why is he always know it all? If he if we're made in his image shit he must question his own existence quite often don't you think yeah well i'm sure that if there 
see to me it's a weird one i know an, there has to be an end to it on the as above so below scale there because when i see it in my mind it's like almost never ending but it has to have a point of initiation it just has to well it's almost like the scale never ends but somehow there's that term the ghost in the machine where it's like something even, was entered in even naturally and beautifully and spiritually we can kind of recognize this fractal nature that just goes on and on in both directions forever but yet just like a machine it all repeats just like a machine but it's not mm. a damn machine it's mm. natural but it looks like one Yet there's that ghost in the machine, quite literally if, in what we're talking about, give up the ghost, right? That's a religious term. It's a Christian term. It's the, the, the spirit that makes up, like it coalesces from these different scales of reality. It's almost mm -hmm. like, oh man, I feel really psychedelic right now because <laughs> I can see these different scales of, of like this, like the same reality you know is it a concept is it a re is it a truth is it a is it a desk is it a you know all these different scales all moving as one beast you wow. know one giant thing uh, and i don't know maybe maybe it's like a point that any one of us can can go to maybe god had maybe there is no doing no personality per se no actuation of self in god but any one of us kind of activates the the what we perceive as the personable that we personify it we literally personify what god is oh man i'm pretty stoned but that felt clear no, that's exactly good. it yeah we are <laughs> yeah we are the personalities of god just how like without us the god like you know people say god is dead it's like well shit that's because you're not connected to it yeah yeah it's and that yeah. that's true it's just like an electrical board <laughs> exactly you're exactly right cool. yeah. I'm, I'm feeling tingly like i took mushrooms right now man oh sometimes man. you know that's how it goes dude when you're vibing really good and you just get in that zone you can kind of free float and like it just i don't know it works <laughs> your vibrations are rising my friend oh yes yeah. indeed doing this podcast has helped that tremendously just from getting so many different perspectives it's yeah the best thing i've i've done oh yeah to have a have a kid and get married you know like <laughs> start a family which is the reason why i started a podcast but you know it all comes full circle yeah, that's very, awesome. Very thankful for this opportunity to yeah. do this with you and to do my show and oh, the roots wow. of creation, man. We are, I feel like we're in good company and we have a lot yes, of good sir. company around us in these communities. I yeah. agree very much so. Yeah. Oh, and I am now a member of uh, Alt Media United. You know, Mark brought me on and I had him on uh, last night. So, you know, it's, we were talking about this last night. Uh, me, me, Mark, and I, we were saying how, awesome it is to have this company you know that everyone is just so awesome there's no competition <laughs> there's no one like trying to use anybody like as soon as i joined instagram like i met up with all these wonderful podcast hosts that are all doing the similar things that i'm doing all with super open minds and uh like you know when you go on twitter there's people who are just like arguing when you go on facebook it's just old people arguing you know twitter's bots <laughs> facebook is older people instagram is like you find this like little niche i i might have to join telegram though since 
I heard I that Telegram is doing okay. So maybe I will. It's just tough, you know, adding <laughs> in more social media. It's like, uh... it is. And it's just, honestly, I, I do like my connections on Telegram, but at the same time, it's like more things to ignore and more things to accidentally get anxious about because it's just more notification little bubbles and yeah it's just more of that and so that that's an interesting point maybe we should get into on another episode about how like a lot of our solutions are based in the problem (laughs) how do we get Um, how do we get around it i don't know i don't want to start sending carrier pigeons and using ham radios yet that's the thing i think we have to become psychic that's why i'm uh i'm going to start offering i'm just going to do it on uh i don't know when exactly i don't want to commit to anything just yet but i'm just going and i was doing it a few different times just releasing information on how to become psychic i i know my stuff on social media doesn't get shared around you know i'm not all that that large and i'm probably shadow banned to some degree I think ever Maybe. all of us I are. I think we all might be a little bit. Yeah. yeah, at least a little bit. But anyway, you know, I really want to just help people become psychic because it's not all that difficult. I can really, I can work with anyone and it's not going to happen overnight, of course. Everyone has to realize it in their own time, in their own way. But I can help give people the, the clues because being a reflector, so when we look at life, you know, all of us are all the own, our own main character of life. So what I have is I have that when I interact with anybody, I'm the main character of my life, but I'm also, you know, I then transplant myself to Mimi or to you or to someone else. And I can see how you're the main character of your own life. So I get to, while I am a mirror to everybody else, everybody else is a mirror to me. So I can see it very quickly and easily what I'm doing wrong that I can help them change their ways by me just changing my way. and yeah and i can help people yeah i can help people unlock things this is what made me a good coach when i coach softball is that as soon as i know how to do something i'm just very in tune with myself and i know every muscle that's moving i'm just very aware of everything that's going on around me so as soon as i would do something i would show the girls and then i would be able to teach it to them perfectly i could see exactly what they were doing wrong show them the way to do it right and boom they correct it and my teams were always uh, really well coached, you know, and I'm not praising myself. It's just, it's my ability. Uh, so when I can, when I say I can help people become psychic, you know, I just, I think that instead of having this, we just start tuning in up here and then we'll start to see more of that world. We'll start to be able to do those things, but that's why the grounding is so important because we have to be really attached to the earth in order to, achieve the ether and other human beings while still keeping our sanity we'll go crazy if we don't absolutely because and that's the trinity right there i think we've talked about that briefly before about you know the 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 future that you know the lower self the the ego you know the satan whatever this thing wants to you know everything to be artificial and automated and everything and it's all very attractive, even to people like me. And I've discussed my obsession with video games and a lot of technology. And it's it's just that, like, we can do it on our own. I don't know. It's so it's such a weird 
situation at hand, mm-hmm. you know, because like we literally do have this this dichotomy of of futures, you know, pathways that we can go down and and they try to like I said before, kind of make this technology seem like you don't need the body anymore. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the same thing that not all, but all, but some of what uh, Gaia's uh, programming is saying. You know, I don't think Gaia's completely 100%. There's good people on there, just like there's good people peppered into everything. Right. You know? it's, all, it's worth a uh, while sometimes you know i watch their youtube ads sometimes <laughs> you know someone that on uh, that's on gaia that that i don't often see big popular ads about is a woman that hosts a show that she hates she does not go into the negative stuff and she just talks about like healing and trauma and stuff like that and it's just a really good show she has a lot of knowledge of the, of the dark deep secrets and stuff like that but just doesn't even go there you know what i mean right just done that been there done that you know aha i lost my train of thought for a second time at (laughs) least it had to happen twice but yeah so the 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 fakery wants you to believe that it's all spirit all right they're Mm -hmm. making us they're making people believe in the spiritual world but Mm -hmm. they're going to sweep them away from the body in the meantime and they're going to leave all that materialism behind which we did this I'm assuming both of us did this a long time ago about yes. fuck materialism and capitalism. We, ugh. yes, yes, yes. Everyone's starting to go through that process when they're going to accidentally go too hyper materialist and too reduc- reductionist. Exactly. And the, the, the pendulum is swinging hard in that direction right now. And it's like, okay, okay, okay. A lot of this can be utilized in a good way. Like a lot mm-hmm. of this technology is cool as hell. I don't want to say it's all terrible if we can use it as a medium to get where we can be psychically in the future but where they're taking us is a road with no exits because Mm -hmm. you know it seems like science fiction for now but tomorrow it won't the whole uploading consciousness or at least you think you're going to upload your consciousness they've been doing that for a long time Sure, but at least publicly, I'm saying it's going to sweep. Publicly, oh, yeah, I know. You know that's what, I mean? what. Yeah, that's eventually crazy. Yeah, that's, and it's when that be crazy when that happens, I mean, this conversation and conversations like this are going to be happening in the streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, people yelling at each other, not about a vaccine, but about whether that's real or not. Whether yeah. that's really going to be you, and even on a macro level, it's not you. It's just a. Uh, 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 a storage of data turned into a, an artificial mind. Like again, back to the screens, when you get engineering all the way down, you literally can't jump the boundary without well, that real ether. There's, there's this major trick that's being played at the moment and it's involving uh, several different phases of this, what you're talking about being stolen in the astral world and the video game aspect is definitely one of it that they're going to get gamers to go deeper into that game they are getting uh the spiritual community they are getting them to be in the astral world so often that they just get hijacked they are and it's the same exact thing they're being taken to the same place because our game systems, our TVs, our interdimensional devices, just like our psychedelics are. It's mm-hmm. all the same 
thing it takes us all to the same place so they're just hijacking us into this other dimension and what does that leave an empty body and we have all this stuff about zombies we were talking earlier about the clowns uh, the nephilim being clowns dead bodies being you know painting their faces or being the men in black you know coming dead looking beings and how would they be dead because their consciousness was stolen the host body is now available when all these bodies go missing on 9-11 say planes never hit okay but all those people went missing say at least most of them were real people or some of them at least were real people that were hijacked what happens is they are they go to secret space programs and their consciousness is gone but the host is being used and they're trapped in this other dimension doing these building shit on the moon you know it's not completely bogus what Corey good talks about and this is part of my abduction experience i've done several of these 20 and backs it's your consciousness is so hijacked that you're and it's only maybe 15 minutes in reality 20 minutes in reality uh or in this base reality anyway it's it's not very long and your consciousness is taken and the host body gets taken over by things and it's you know, we don't know what what comes in, but if you're hijacked there long enough, then this is when you have like a zombie apocalypse type of deal going on. This is why the zombies eat people just like the Nephilim do, because they're dead bodies and they need the flesh and blood to live. This is why they have the children It's and why they look so withered and gross, all these old royals, why they look that way. It's because they're another race of beings they're literally the serpent uh seed and you can see them breaking down uh each day that that's passing uh ever since covid you know it's been real bad for them and it's our the iron in our blood is taking over it's the holy spirit within us it is that is the christ within all of us that is rising because the iron just eats away at the copper and it it takes it over. Interesting that you mentioned that. I don't remember in exactly what context, but iron was mentioned in this story about something that this team of doctors um, found in like the vaccine samples or something like that, mm-hmm. that uh, repl- like shut down part of natural immunity and replace it with something just like it and doesn't that sound familiar yeah so i mean it's the same so that's i think that's a hurdle that i have with people in my life that aren't aware of this stuff or don't want to see it or can't see it it's because it for me it takes that kind of fractal vision to go yep or "Mm, doesn't look like anything yeah you know in this case it looks like something because it looks like the same damn pattern as everything else it looks like an artificial thing trying to replace something natural are we fighting against evolution a real evolution by feeling this way i don't think so i feel like there is a real evolution that needs no machinery or or any Mm. tech i don't know it's weird I ramble on forever but i think we should call it honestly for the evening because i gotta get running and work 
again on a Saturday in the morning. Oh man, that is that is a tough one for you. I had Saturday. This I'm was glad I'm off this one. Yeah, this was uh, a very fun episode. Uh, I uh, I don't have anything. Well, tomorrow, check me out on uh, the roundtable that I'm hosting. Yeah, check me out on there. Hell it yeah. should be a very good time. Uh, do you want have anything you want to promote? The Roots of Creation? Roots of Creation episode one is out. It does have its own RSS feed. I, I posted it somewhere. I'll start posting that more once it once it becomes uh once we have more episodes out and everything. But yeah, it'll be up on YouTube soon. It's not up there yet either. Slow, slow start. You know, big things have small beginnings. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, that's that's going. And uh, yeah, Deep Share is going to keep going. I got episodes coming out next week. Nice. So yeah, and uh, yeah, this has been real, dude. This has been a really good conversation. I'm yes, sorry we kind of completely just babbled on and on, and, and we didn't hear much from Mimi tonight. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Mimi. Mimi. She, she's been That's doing okay. she's been doing her thing over there. She she's has been taking it all on. in and researching, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, she has. She's doing it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so everybody, yeah, go check out the Deep Share podcast. Check out Godcast, the Goodness Over Darkness podcast. And thank you all for coming out. Yes, we will you talk all. to you later. See ya. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.